Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the CELT podcast. In our Premier Division, our only game is our game of the week. Uh, Millwall Club to Football 5, Gow All-Stars 2. Did go for a 2-1 win for Millwall Club to Football. Um, Gower had been on a bit of a bad run. They did win in the Cup the week prior, but um, they hadn't been great in the league recently. And a uh, very good result for Mill Hill. Into the Championship, New World 9, Showtime 2. In Division 1, uh, AFC Rose getting away, walkover against Berlixpor. Uh Continental 3, South Tottenham United 3. And in our game of the week, Interman Razor 24-3. AFC Rosa 2. I went for a 5-3 win for Interman Razor. Both teams very dynamic in attack. Um, but it looks like it was a very good game still. Um, and Interman Razor just edging it. And uh, extended their lead at the top of the table. Uh, in Division 2, Anatolians 2, SC Deportivo 0. Sopranos 1, North East Lions 3. And in my game of the week, a battle of uh, two teams towards the top of the table... Uh, Highgate Album Thirds 1, Real Menza 5. A uh, bit of a shock here as the leaders, unbeaten as well, they were, uh, losing to Real Menza. Real Menza are a very good team as well. Like I weren't surprised that they won this game. I was just surprised in the manner they won. Um, I went for a 2 all draw. They played the uh, 2 all draw uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, but... I thought it'd be a lot closer than it actually was, but a very good result for Real Menza. In Division 4, Nissi 4, East Finchley 2, FC Cricklewood 2, Wetzern FC 5, and Reven Reporters 5, North West Wolves 4. In Division 5, Edmonton Rovers 0, Atletico Grammar 1, London Orient 5, Enfield Albion 4, Mill Club the Football Seconds 1, Cognac Athletic 1. And Radlett Town 6, New Barnet 2. Division 6, there was only one game. No ball games won. Omonia Youth, 2nd 6. In the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division West. West London Vets 1, Joga Benito Vets 1. AFC Vets 2, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets 2. In game 1, they both played double headers actually. Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets winning 4-2 in game 2. And another draw. In game two between Joga Benito Vets and West London Vets. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup. Barnet Borough 1, Fireside 6, Albany Athletic 4, Shentry Athletic 3, Hinton Under 23, 3, Trent Park 3, Hinton, uh, Trent Park, sorry, winning 8 7 on penalties there. 
Horizon 2, Zaza 4, Supreme Athletic, Neil Camden Lock 11, in the John Motson Challenge Cup, AFC Oakwood 2, NLR 2, AFC Oakwood winning 4-3 on penalties, in the Premier Cup, North London Athletic 2, Highgate Albion 0, in the London Veterans Cup, Trent Park Vets 6, Shibu Old Stars Vets 1, in the Veterans Cup, London Lions Vets 3, Crouch and Vampires Vets 1, and in our three games of the week, uh, in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, Memetchik nil, AFC Hammersmith Town 2, I went for a Hammersmith Town win, I went for a 3-2 win, um, but apparently it was a comfortable afternoon in North London for Hammersmith Town. Uh, it wasn't a comfortable afternoon for Grand Athletic as uh, they played out a 6-5 win over heavy hitters. Um, I actually thought heavy hitters might get the upset, um, but it seems like they played a good game against Grand Athletic, a very entertaining game for those in attendance. And in our last game of the week, Olympia 4, Hatcham 1. I did think Olympia would win. I did think they'd edge it. Um, it seems that they got a couple of early goals and um, were able to maintain the lead and then uh, put the game to bed late on uh, against a very good Hatcham team. Uh, so with this being the last... Uh, podcast of the year the last review of the year we're going to do a quick rundown of the leagues so in a premier division it's it's pretty much over already olympia 12 points clear they've won nine out of nine 27 points uh 32 goals in them only conceding nine zaza in second they played eight they've got 15 points behind them are heavy hitters They've played seven, won four, drawn one and lost two. They're on 13. Three points back of Millwall Club to football on 10 points from nine games. Garrell Suz just behind them on nine points from eight games. Then Park Royals, nine points from seven games. Mehmet Chikgalata, they've only played six games, but they've got eight points. Propping up the table is Highgate Albion. They've got four points from eight games. And the Wrongans, who I don't know what's happened to them. They've barely played. They haven't played in about a month. They've got four points from their six games into the championship where we have two runaway teams and then the rest of the pack. Top of the table, Enfield United played 11, won 11, 50 goals, scored 21, conceded. So very entertaining games they're involved in. Then come North London Athletic, uh, one of you know the more dangerous teams in Sunday League at the moment. They've played 10, they've won 10, they've scored 71 goals and conceded 18. Their goal difference is 53, so they're winning a game on average by 5.3 goals. Um, then come New World, they're slightly back, um, but they had a, a very bad start to the season. I think they lost 12-0 their first game against Enfield United, um, or 12-1, I think. So, to be in third, seven wins, four draws, uh, four losses, sorry, from their 11 games is very good for them. 
Then Comi Kabir, they've been steady. Um, they've got 17 points from 12 games. Hinton under 23s on 16 points from 13 games. Horizon, 15 from 11. Showtime, uh, not a very good time at the moment in their introduction to the Barnet League. They've got 8 points from 9 games. Barnet Borough as well, 6 points from their 11 games. And Supreme Athletic, yet to win a game. They've got 1 point from their 12 games. Moving on into Division 1, where it's a little bit closer. But Interman Razor currently uh, leading the table. 7 wins and a draw from their 8 games. They've got 22 points. Then come Trent Park. They played a game more, six wins, a draw and two losses from their nine games. Oakwood a point behind them with the same amount of games. Uh, then come AFC Rosa. They've got 15 points from their 11 games, five wins and six losses. Then come AFC Rose, four wins, a draw and five losses from their, 13 ga- uh, from their 10 games. They've got 13 points. Highgate Albion seconds, who have been in a lot of cups. They've only played seven league games, but they've already got two losses. They've won three, drawn two, and lost two. They've got 11 points. South Tottenham United, who pretty much uh, have only got a handful of games left. They played 13 games, three wins, two losses, and two draws, sorry, and eight losses. They're on 11 points. Fireside, again, played in a lot of cups. They played seven games, one, two, drawn three, and lost two. They're on nine points. Continental, nine games, two wins, two losses. Sorry, two wins, two draws, five losses. And then Berylic Spore propping up the table. One win, one draw, and seven losses from their nine games. In Division 2, as we spoke about before, top of the table are Highgate Albion thirds. They've got 27 points from their 12 games, 8 wins, 3 draws, and their solitary loss from last week. Real Menza now are in second, and if they win their games in hand, they can go ahead of them. 19 points from their 9 games. Underdogs are still there as well, 16 points from 8 games. Then come Sopranos, they've got 15 points, but they have played 11 games. Five wins and six losses. Pantera, they're on 14 points from nine games. Ammonia Youth, 12 points from nine games. Then Anatolians on eight games. They've played, um, they've won three, drawn one and lost four. Northeast Lions getting their second win of the season this weekend. They've played ten, won two, drawn two and lost six. And then FC Deportivo propping up the table. They've won one and lost nine of their ten games. In Division 3, it must be a thing with the club because North London Athletic seconds at top of the table. They've won ten out of ten. Uh, not as prolific scoring-wise as their first team, but 39 goals from their ten games. Um, AFC Muswell Hill being very good as well. Uh, seven wins and a loss. From their eight games, they've got 21 points. Albany Athletic, being very good in the Cup. Uh, six wins, two draws and two losses. They've got 20 points. North London Colts, uh, a little bit back. They've got 12 points from their seven games. Armenian Youth Association on 11 points from 10 games. Then come AFC Edmonton and NLR with identif- 
identical 2-2-5 records. Then come AC Finchley, 12 games played, 1 win, 3 draws and 8 losses. Uh, and then bottom of the table in Northumberland Park Rangers from with 4 points from their 9 games. In Division 4, Whetstone FC currently top of the table, 10 games played, 7 wins, 2 draws and a loss. They've scored 73 goals in their 10 games. I think a lot of them were actually it's Camden FC, but we'll get down to them after. 49 goal difference as well. Shentry Athletic, 13 games played. They're on 23 points as well, as are Nissi, but they've played 11 games. Made a Villa could go top if they win their game in hand. They're on 22 points from their nine games. Northwest Wolves, they're on 19 points from 10 games. They're in and amongst the, you know, title charge. East Finchley are on 19 points also, but they've played 12 games. Rover Reporters with 16 points from their 11 games. Then come FC Cricklewood, 13 points, 13 games. Then is Locomotive Thunder. They've won two games, drawn one and lost 10 of their 13. And then Camden FC having a miserable time of it. 12 games played, 12 losses, only 13 goals, and they've conceded 94. Uh, into Division 5, London Orient, top of the table, 26 points from 11 games. Then come Millwall Club to football, seconds, 20 points from their nine games. Camden Lock, a point back uh, from them, six wins, a draw and two losses. They had a very good result. This week against Championship bottom club Supremo Athletic. Uh, then come Coniac Athletic on 16 from 12. Edmonton Rovers with 15 of 10. Doing very well this season, Edmonton Rovers. Uh, they have been struggling towards the bottom end of the the leagues that they've been playing in. But they've been doing very well this season. And I'm proud of you know what they've done because they've been building a squad year in year. Um, Radlett Town... And Enfield Albion both on 15 points as well. Enfield Albion playing a game less than Radlett Town. Um, Atletico Grammar in 8th on 13 points. And New Barnet propping up the table. They've got 4 points from their 12 games. In Division 6, London Football School top currently. 9 wins, a draw and a loss from their 11 games and 28 points. Then come on Monia Youth seconds. They can overtake them. If they win their games in hand, seven wins and a draw for them. They're still unbeaten. They've scored 51 goals as well in their eight games. Then come Royal Parthenope. 11 games played, seven wins, a draw and three losses. Racing Keeblers on 16 points from 11 games. Then come Nissy Seconds. They've got 14 points from 11 games. Underdog Reserves with 11 points in their 10 games. AFC Trent. 10 points from 10 games. No ball games with 10 points as well from 12 games. And Southgate Rovers currently propping up the table. They have 5 points from their 12 games. In the Veterans League, in the Veterans Division East, um, I think most of these teams are actually consistent. I think we've had a few teams propping out of Veterans Division West. But the East Division's quite consistent. Um, Continental 58 currently top. Seven wins and a loss from their eight games. Trent Park, six and two. 
They've got 18 points. London Lions, 5-1-1. One one. They've got 16 points from seven games. Alexandra Park Vets in fourth with 10 points from their six games. London Turkish Masters had 10 points from seven games. Crouch End Vampires with four points from their six games. And Muswell Hill and Roman Reporters yet to win a game. They've both got one point from eight and six games respectively. And in the Veterans Division West, Ivy Leaf Dolphins, they have played by far the most games in the league. They've got 19 points from 10 games. Then West London Vets, they've won three, drawn two and lost two. From their seven games, they've got 11 points. Then Joga Benito Vets have also got 11 points, but they played five games. West London Casuals have only played three. They've got six points, two wins and a loss. Brookhouse have played seven games, but somehow are in fifth place. They've won one and and lost six of their games. AFC Vets have only played two games. Uh, They drew and lost, so they've only got one point. Pro Touch Vets haven't yet played a game uh, for some reason. And then Shibu Old Stars have also only played two games, but they've lost both of them. So we're going to wrap up with the top scorers in the Premier Division. Top scorer is Javon Stewart of Heavy Hitters, 10 goals. Then is Ali Buchena of Mill Club to Football. And then it's a three-way time third. Hicham Abdullah of Gaul Stars. Yannick James of Gaul Stars. And Yemi Buramoa of Olympia into the championship. And, of course, the top scorer would be from North London Athletic. It's George William Latire. He's got 23 goals in 12 appearances. In second, it's a tie between Mohamed Hassan of New World and Anthony Georgiou of Komi Kabir. And in third place is Michael Mignot of Enfield United. He's had a very good um, second season as well. He was fantastic last season, but continued that good form. In Division 1, top scorer is Ruben Bartlett and Antwi of Interman Razor 24. In second place is Kai Shelley McPherson of Fireside. He's got 16 goals. He would have had 17, but saved his penalty. And uh, in third place is Elias Katsaladi of FC Trent Park. He's got 14 goals. Uh, in Division 2, Abdullah Samane of Real Menza. He's somehow got 15 goals in five games. Um, I think he got about eight in one game. Lino Marinov of Pantera and Yanni Polikarpu of Ammonia Youth have 12 goals. They're in second. And in third is Alex Hadji of Pantera with 10 goals. In Division 3... Top scorer is Dimitris Frankiskidis of North London Athletic Seconds. He's got 14. He's tied with George Lissanti of Albany Athletic. In third place is Elliot McGovern of North London Colts. And in third place is Jonathan Johnson, also of Albany Athletic. In Division 4, Aaron Madison of Whetstone FC. He's got 30 goals in 14 games. In second, it's a tie between Joseph Longworth of Shentry Athletic and Theokli Shukri of Nissi and Matthias 
Jusinovic. I'm sorry, I butchered that, but of East Finchley, he's in third place with 13 goals. In Division 5, the top scorer is Jonas Borges of Camden Lock. In second place is Marius Russo of London Orient. And in third place is Avi Cabrillian of Coney Hatch Athletic. And finally, Division 6, the top scorer is Francesco Amato of Omonia Youth Seconds. In second place is Ed Travers of Racing Keeblers with 18 goals. And in third place is Jem Puraz of Omonia Youth Seconds. That's the end of the show. I'd love to wish um, all the contributors, all my fellow contributors, as well as Andrew, a Merry Christmas. And we will see you back in the new year for some more results from the Barnet Sunday Football League. Hello, it's uh, Joe doing the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section of the Celtic Podcast again. Bit of a different one this week. Obviously, I would have thought there's not many games next weekend across the whole Sunday League community. And there was very few games in our league. Sunday just gone. So I'm just going to go into them with a little bit more detail than usual. And then I'm just going to do an overview of all the leagues um, so far. So, yeah, in the Prem, there was actually two games in the Prem. Uh, little Heath against Mermaid. And I said I think I'd, I think this would be a Little Heath win. Um, ended up 2-0. Uh, 2-0. So, yeah, the goals there for Little Heath, Elliot D'Souza and Spencer Hunt. And for Mermaid, uh, Joseph and Ponsa and Kiefer Norsu. So, two all there. Yep. Yeah, I thought Little Heath would have perhaps won that. But, yeah, they'll have to make do with a point. Um, and then the other Prem game was uh, Wheathampton Wanderers uh, versus Stratford Arms. I said Stratford Arms win and... It yet was a Stratford Arms win, 3-1 there, Stratford Arms. Uh, goals from Wheathampstead was Edward Frost. And from Stratford Arms, it was um, Eri Felix, Danny Clark off the bench. And Lee Dykes wrapping things up late on. In Division 1, the ball versus Mermaid. I went for a ball win, um, but I couldn't have been further wrong. It was 5-0 Pinewood. Um, the ball versus Pinewood, sorry, I thought I said Mermaid then. Yeah, the, uh, the ball versus Pinewood. But looking at it here, unless there's been an admin error, the ball only had nine players. Um, so, yeah, that's well, that's going to be the reason they, they lost. Uh, goal scorers for Pinewood, George Milstead with two, Aaron O'Connor with one, Sam O'Keefe with one, and Billy Reid with one. It's Division 2, Mermaid versus Welling Rangers. My predictions have been great because I predicted a Welling Rangers win, I believe. Um, and it was, in fact, a Mermaid win. Only narrowly, 4-3 uh, to Mermaid. Uh, goal scorers for Mermaid was Madeline Andre Corninu, um, Alfie Lee and Ken Lee. And sorry, uh, Madeline actually got two. Um, and for Welling Rangers, Finn Jordan with one and George Sippitz with two. I didn't realise George Sippitz played for them. That's, uh, I think that's the Coney Heath striker. So, yes, uh, got a couple of guys for him. Um, in Division 3, there was one game, Hatfield Comets versus Wheat Hampstead. Uh, that ended 3 all. Um, I would say who scored, but I can't because neither teams have submitted their team sheets yet. I've been in the cup. Um, 
Uh, in the Jim Lynch Trophy, sorry, it was yeah, Boreham Wood Social 1, Plough and Harrow 3. Uh, goal scorers for Boreham Wood, Michael White. And goal scorers for Plough and Harrow were Niall Cately and Josh Pamphar. And Josh Pamphar actually also got sent off. So, mixed day for him. Um, yeah, and I'm just going to quickly run through uh, the league tables, a sort of just brief overview of how teams are doing. Um, and because uh, otherwise it's only going to be a three minute episode. Um, yeah, in the Prem, uh, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag because there's teams that have played 13, there's teams that have played five, and then throughout the, the league there's everywhere in between. So it's um, it's quite hard to gauge how teams are getting on. Start from the the two teams at the bottom, both on seven points, are Harbton Colts, Old Boys and Stratford Arms, ourselves. But um, Harbton Colts, Old Boys playing 13 and we've played five. So um, we feel like we can definitely get up the table. We win our games in hand. We we do go joint top. Um, and at the top, it's Brookman's Park have played 10 on uh, 23 points. Plough and Harrow played nine on 16 points. But then Phoenix have only played five as well. And they're on, um, they're on 15, so they've played 5.5, looking very good um, at the moment. Into Division 1. Um, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers doing very well. They've played 9 and they're on 21 points. Uh, Welling Rangers, they've played 8 on 18 points. So the minute it looks like it's between them, Hatfield Seniors slightly behind on uh, 16 points from 9. And at the bottom, uh, it's uh, Pinewood have played 10 on five points. It's not a great season for them, but a much-needed win at the weekend. Phoenix Reserve have, uh, Phoenix Reserves have played 11 and are on nine points, but only eight teams in that division, which feels like not that many. Um, into Division 2, uh, this is a very mixed of, uh, division. We've got Stratford Arms at the top, played eight um, and are on 21 points. In second place, Auburn Dynamo have played 10 on 19 points. And in third, Six Bells have played seven and on 18 points. So it's really between Stratford Arms and Six Bells uh, reserves there. Um, and at the bottom, equal uh, records. Brookman's Park reserves and TNF have played eight and are both on three points. So both struggling there. In Division 3, uh, Welling Warriors reserves uh, at top played 12 on 22 points. Uh, but at the minute, the team doing the best is St. George's. They're, they're on second, but they've played eight and they're on 21 points. So uh, one point behind with four games in hand. And in third, Royston Rangers having a great season. They are played eight on 18. So, yeah, well done to them. At the bottom, um, well, it's yet to record a win. Hatfield Comets play 10. Uh, three draws, seven losses, unfortunately for them, only on three points. So hopefully they can turn it round in the new year. <clears throat> And it's Division 4. Um, at the top, it's Auburn Dynamo's reserves. Played 8-1-7 on 21 points. And in second, Stockford Rovers played 8 on 18 points. So going well there. Um, at the bottom two in this division, and they are cut adrift from everyone else. It's CPFC Eagles uh, played 7 um, and are on 1 point. Just the, yeah, one draw, obviously. And then just above them, Monday Night Football Club uh, played 7 on four points, so the draw and the win. Um, but yeah, there's a bit of a gap into the space above sixth. Um, eight points ahead, there's London Coney United, who look like they'll be safe. Um, but yeah, that is that is it for me. Um, have a good Christmas. 
Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the 17th of December. In our Premier Division, St Joseph's runners-up in the top flight for the last two seasons ended the first half of the season with another come-from-behind victory in what was their only fourth league game so far this time beating Abbott's Langley Club 3-2. Abbott's, who played some excellent football in the first half, had a one-goal advantage by the break when an Alex Diaz cross was met by Ollie Lawford, who volleyed home. Early in the second half, it looked like all three points would be going to the visitors when they doubled their lead. When... Lawford, this time term provider, laying the ball off for Alou Jabrell, who shot into the bottom left-hand corner. For the second week running, Joes had to recover from what looked like almost certain defeat. The comeback started when Liam Smythe tapped home from close range, and then the introduction of Daniel Griggs from the bench for his first game of the season, sparked the recovery when he equalised with what was virtually his first touch. Harry Seabrook completed the comeback when he fired home after the Abbott's defence gifted him the ball, from which he made no mistake. Reigning champions North Watford, who are going for a hat-trick of titles, End 2023, five points clear at the top after a 4-0 home win over Evergreen. Evergreen started out with a well-organised defence and it took the oldest player on the pitch, Sunday League veteran Warren Gladdy, to finally make the breakthrough when his run and cross was turned past his own keeper by an Evergreen defender. Ashley Lewis soon doubled the lead when he fired home a cut-back pass. In the second half, Lewis completed his hat-trick, thanks first to a penalty, which the evergreen keeper got a hand to but couldn't keep out, and then sealed the win and his hat-trick with a nice bit of control when he won the ball, took a single touch before firing home across the keeper. In the Eric Hand Challenge Cup second round, with all the first division, the all first division tie saw an entertaining affair between old Valerians as they beat Chelfont Saints 3-2. It was Saints who took the lead after 10 minutes when Andre Ford scored and then the lead was soon doubled through Tom Segru. The turning point of the game came when Saints had a chance to take a 3-0 advantage still in the first half when they were awarded a penalty. Then it was saved by Joe Ryder who made a fine save pushing the kick away to his right. Just before the break, Valerians pulled themselves back into the tie when Jake Entwistle raced onto a through ball from Charlie Haley and made no mistake. With their tails up at the start of the second half, Entwistle turned provider for Chris Coleman, whose effort from the edge of the box took a slight deflection for the equaliser. 
The game flowed end-to-end, with both sides missing good chances. But it was Entwistle, once again, who was the key man, when his shot, inside the six-yard box, following a free kick, was blocked by the keeper, but only into the path of Mark Needham, who swept the ball home for the winner. Valerians will travel to 3rd Division Brickywood Acorns in the last 16. In Division 1, the title race and promotion race is finally, is finally judged at the current time, with just four points separating as many teams at the top. Leaders Watford Sports drew for a third consecutive game, as they were held 1-1 by CF on Watford Continentals. Sports went ahead in the first half thanks to a classic Route 1 goal when Taylor Kemp finished after racing onto a long kick from his keeper. But once again they dropped points after Alex Bushnell equalised with a well-taken effort. Soccer, in third place, enjoyed a 4-0 away win over bottom place Batchworth. Stevie Dowling set up Micah Burton, whose shot was too strong for standing keeper Lewis Gordon, who could only help the ball into the net. The lead was doubled when Jordan Austin's pass across the face of the goal was turned home once again by Micah Burton. The win was sealed in the second half when Stevie Dowling also netting twice, which leaves them three points off the lead with two games in hand. Langleyberry won the big six-pointer at the bottom of the table as the home side beat Watford United to move up two places in the table above their opponents and Chess United who were unable to field the team in their scheduled game against the cross. Langleyberry saw an early penalty rain sorry an early penalty saved but they were not to be denied when Connor Seals gave the home side the lead with a long-range screamer. But United drew level almost straight away through Io Fasana, following a well-worked passing move. In the second half, Finley Reid netted the winner for the home side, following a killer pass from Matt Honey. In Division 2, it was a case of goals galore in the five fixtures played, with 24 goals finding the back of the net, meaning an average of almost five goals a game. Leaders Everett Rovers kept up the pace at the top with a 4-0 win over Donebar. A brace from Sam Waller and a goal each from Jordan Stanley and Michael Dankworth sealed the win. It was capped off a good morning for them, a second-place Sparta Phoenix were held to a 3-3 draw by bottom-place Abbott's Wanderers, who gained their second point of the season. Goals from Joey Pascalus, Jim, sorry, Fergus Jimison and Floyd Thompson were not enough to overcome Abbott's, whose own goals came thanks to a double from Tommy Ash and one from Joss Felton. St Joseph's Reserves 
moved into third place as they had a straightforward 3-0 away victory over Francis George. With Luke Starrard, Jude Brasnell and Ewan Tocker all on target. West Hearts enjoyed a 3-1 away win over Dunning's Bar. Jason Topping, Taylor Jego and Chesney Jacobs with the goals, with James Fitzgerald getting the home side's sole reply. Hertfordshire Athletic, who must be the most inconsistent team in any of the league's four divisions in the first half of the season, ended it with an impressive 5-2 win over Watford U Sports, who had started the day in third place. Oliver Frost and Louis Muncy netted for the use goals, but Daniel Linfield struck a hat-trick for Athletic, backed up by goals from Henry Gibbor and Jack McLaughlin. In Division 3, it was very much the same in the league's bottom division and the division above, with once again 24 goals scored, and the team in second place held at home whilst the leaders won at home. Woodside Reserves beat Shorelywood 2-1. Tom Garrett and Joe McCarthy with the goals, with Danny Linforth replying for Shorelywood. The win means Woodside have an eight-point lead at the summit after their nearest rivals, FC Railway, were held to a 2-2 home draw by AFC Watford. Connell Russell scored both goals for Railway, but they were cancelled out by goals from Alfie Reedy and Ross Benton for AFC Watford. Combs Park Royals enjoyed a thumping 8-0 home win over Mill Hill Village. Teddy Prushy, Luke Foote both scored doubles, with the other goals coming from Bradley Foote, Roberto De Silva, Jay Jarvis and Joe Brown. Brickettwood Acorns gained just a second league win of the campaign so far, when they moved above their opponents, Abbott's Wanderers, thanks to a 3-1 win. Alex Michael, Rowan O'Connor, George Davis with the goals, with Josh Rees netting the home side's reply. Everett Rovers Reserves gained a first league win of the season with a 3-2 win over PTH United. Regan Wieser struck with a double along with a goal from Cody Chamberlain. Thomas Kalimwi and Callum Lucio got the home side's replies. That's it for this week's results and fixtures. We'll be back again after the next set of games, which is not until the 7th of January. So we'll be back again on about the 10th of January with you. In the meantime, let me wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and we'll see you all in January. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week.
This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.